Hi everyone, welcome to the Precious Daughter Podcast, where the goal is to speak on the faith and to inspire and motivate all who listen with love. Hi guys, um, welcome back. This episode is titled Real Love. Um, I'm going to break down a biblical view of love and what love is to God. Um, Before going into the true definition of love, which is God's definition (laughs) of love, I want to speak on the worldly version to show how unreliable it is and how much it contrasts (laughs) what God's version of love is. Um, So the worldly definition um, of love is an intense feeling or deep affection. Um, This definition is misleading to what a true godly love is because, to be honest, our feelings can be misleading. Our feelings can be fickle and they change. (laughs) They're not constant. They're not stable all the time. (laughs) And they can take us to places we shouldn't be. Sometimes we don't feel like working, but the reality is that if you (laughs) want money, more than likely you're going to have to suck it up and go to work. Or um, (laughs) You may not feel like taking care of something, but um, something you just have to do. (laughs) Um, A godly, it's something you just have to do no matter how you feel, I'll say that. (laughs) A godly love includes sacrifice. That is what Christ did to show that he loves the church. He sacrificed his life for us. So think about it. If love really was this worldly definition, then we would be in trouble because you may like someone (laughs) now, but if they do something to upset you or you get into an argument about something at that moment, do those intense feelings of deep affection still Apply then? No. More than likely, if you are operating out of your flesh versus the Spirit, the Holy Spirit, (laughs) you may start cursing, um, be angry, and um, in extremely dangerous cases, someone may put their hands on the person. Um, But hopefully not. But if it does go there, is that still love? Um. Yeah, is that love? So this is why as believers of Christ, we must live by the word of God and not um, worldly norms. I used to think that love was a man taking, like a man that would take me to dinner, buy me gifts, call me beautiful, etc., etc. You know, the stuff that you see in the movies, all that cute stuff. Um, But the truth is that when someone loves you, um, they more than likely can or will do those things. Um, but that's those acts alone do not prove that I am loved by a person. That is not the thing that makes me <laughs> love. Those are just physical things that go along with someone that may love you. And even if somebody does not do those things, that doesn't necessarily mean that they don't love you. Um, also, <laughs> they can still love you or not. Um, buy expensive bags and all that stuff. 
So some people have a person in their life that may buy them all these things, buy them everything they want, but in the same time, that same person could be um, cheating on them or lying to them. Some may be beating on them, um, just being real, because, you know, these are truly some people's real situations. So um, some people you just have to be real with. You have to, <laughs> you can't sugarcoat everything. Um, but yeah, so the latter thing should not be happening from someone claiming to love you. First John, um, I'm going to read First John 4, 8. It says, but anyone who does not love does not know God, for God is love. So this is my point when it comes to love. God is the original form of love the original definition of love and we as humans on this earth are supposed to be an extension of his love because we're not perfect we're not um although we're made in god's image we still are flawed but we're supposed to be walking around in love and not just romantic love but (laughs) in all aspects everybody in the world only focuses on romantic love or relationship but there's more to life than just that what does that romantic love mean if you don't know how to love your neighbor if you don't know how to love your brother your friend etc etc um so anyway god is love and he expects us to walk in love not just um like i just said not just romantically but with everyone we come into contact with even if they annoy us (laughs) even if we don't like them even if we say we can't stand their guts God still loves them also. God still created them. Um, So now let's break down the qualities of love as written in 1 Corinthians 13. You know, we all hear about 1 Corinthians 13. Love is this, love is that. Um, But it wasn't until I really like spiritually started to develop and grow up that I like really looked at it and I was like wow this really is love <laughs> not what I was thinking when I was out in the world this <laughs> this really is the true definition of love um and a lot of people who claim to love are not really loving and this is in all aspects this is in relationships um just being a person of love so um let's see I'm going to be, I broke it down in the New Living Translation, uh, just to keep it simple. Um, I know King James Version says charity, but it's still translated to mean love. Um, so we'll go, we'll start with love is patient. Um, and these, <laughs> you can take them as, just look at the whole well-rounded picture. But I did have some examples in some of the different um the breakdowns so anyway number one love is patient so if someone is rushing you or pushing you and making you do something you're not comfortable with or not feeling that it is the right time to do it then that is not love that person is self-seeking when you love someone you're willing to wait for a person um now don't take this out of context and think that someone is required to wait a lifetime or forever for you, but (laughs) um, love is patient. It shouldn't be rushed. It's a slow thing, and a lot of times 
today's time, especially with the romantic view of love, we want to rush into it. We want to jump into it. We let these feelings get in the way, and we, well, I'm not saying we, because <laughs> I don't want to be like that. Um, but, you know, like a lot of people let their feelings get in the way, and they kind of just jump head in, not head in, heart in, <laughs> and then put the thoughts in the back burner. So, love is patient. Um, the second, the next one is love is kind. If you are mean or not kind to someone, then how can you love them? And this is a spouse, this is a friend, this is a person, just a regular person on the street. You can't claim to love your neighbor if you are not kind. When you are mean to people, what does that do? That makes them want to be mean back to you. That gives them, um, hopefully they're not (laughs) responding to your meanness with meanness, but the average person, if you're mean to them, not being kind to them, they're going to, you're putting that spirit of just eh, meanness on them. So, of course, they're going to, most people will pay you back with that. Um, so, that's not love. Um, so, we'll move on. The next one is love is not jealous. Jealousy means you want something that someone else has. In love, you celebrate the other person and you want better for them because that, um, in the end, you both win. <laughs> And the end is both good for you. Um, if someone doing good makes you feel inferior, do you really love them? Do you really care about them? Um, it's kind of selfish if you think about it. Um, why are you comparing yourself to them? It's not always about us, if you think about it. <laughs> it's not really supposed to be about us at all. Um, but that was just the point of that one. So... Um, love is not boastful, proud, or rude. That's pretty self-explanatory. Um, to boast or to be proud means that you're trying to make yourself look better and seem more important, seem more higher than something else or someone else. Love allows you to be your authentic self. Like, who doesn't want to be their authentic self? Like, if I have to prove to you that I'm this and that because I did this or because I have that or have to show off this. Um, I don't really know if I want to be around you. <laughs> I don't really know. Um, yeah, I care to be around a person if I have to do all of that to prove myself to them. You don't love me if I have to do all of this to make you let a, like me, let alone love me. <laughs> um, so love does not demand its own way this goes back to selfishness if you have to have your way all the time if you have to be controlling do you really love that person because you're trying to manipulate and control if you have your own way um and that's not right um overly loving yourself um is basically (laughs) what um having your own demanding your own way you overly love yourself so much that you feel like only what you want your selfishness is what matters um so can you really claim to love another person uh, when it's all about you uh, the next one is love is not irritable and i have definitely been irritable in the past <laughs> so this doesn't mean if you got irritated one time you don't love but um it shouldn't be like a something like we continue in like if you know better you do better so 
all in all, love is not irritable. So that goes back to patience. Like when you're being patient with people, you don't allow <laughs> yourself to get annoyed as easily. You can kind of like take a break and, okay, take a deep breath. Um, this other person may just not get it right now. <laughs> so let me not let it work me up. Let me not let it upset me, get mad right now. Um, let's just cool off. Hi guys, um, so um, this is kind of probably a weird break in the podcast, but I filmed this really <laughs> late the other night and then I realized I didn't even finish off all the different parts of love. So I'm going to jump right back in. So if it sounds off, that's why. <laughs> um, so the next thing was actually, I stopped that um, it's not irritable. Um, the next thing is, Love keeps no record of being wronged. So when you um, love somebody, you're supposed to forgive them. If you're keeping a record of something that they did years ago or um, even last week, that's not love because you're. why are you holding on to what somebody did? If you say you forgave them, um, you're letting it go. You're washing everything new and starting over. And that's what God did for us. He sent his son um, so that we could be forgiven for our sins and turn away from sin, not just be forgiven and continue to do whatever we want, um, but turn away from the sin. And that is how he showed his love to us. So we also are required to do that, Um, or at least should be. (laughs) You have free will, but you should be doing it. Um, The next thing was um, love does not rejoice about injustice but rejoices whenever the truth wins out. So anytime anything wrong has happened, um, that is nothing to celebrate if you love somebody. You're also going to be, wow, I'm not happy about this. Just think about it in the world when things of injustice happen. Your heart gets, um, well, hopefully your heart is not like rejoicing. Um, Your heart is hurt. Your heart wants the truth. Your heart wants the right thing to happen. Um, And so that's how it is with love. Like if somebody you love is being wronged, um, especially your spouse, you're going to want the right right treatment um, to be, well, you should want the right treatment to be done um, for them. Or um, if someone is coming against them, um, that's not going to make you happy. Um, You're going to want justice to be served. and so the same thing with the truth. Um, we always want that to win. And we want the truth to go forward. Um, because otherwise, it's just a lie. <laughs> and deception will never get you far. <laughs> um, so the next thing was love never gives up. Um, so many times in relationships. I'll use, I'm using relationships because this is... Um, the main thing that people associate love with, like marriage and all that, although this is for just in general, um, but love never gives up. So in a marriage, if you're quick to throw in the towel or just ready to get divorced after one little thing, is that really love? Did you really love that person? Because when you really love someone, even if they're wrong, you're going to, you usually want to stick it out, uh, make it work, whatever you can to just make sure that <laughs> this thing sticks. Um, so if you're so quick to give up on something, do you really love it? That's just a question um, I'm going to put out there. 
um, love never loses faith. So I was reading the other day and I realized um, the way the translation was written, love is faith. I'm sorry, um, faith is trust, not love is faith. But yeah, love is kind of faith. <laughs> Just stepping out of faith when you love somebody. But uh, trust and faith are kind of synonymous. Because when you have faith in something, you just trust that it's just, it's good. It's going to work out. Um, that you're good. Um, yeah, and when you trust, that's faith. Um, so love never loses faith. Love never loses trust. Um, and this isn't to say that if the trust has been broken in a relationship, um, that it can't be fixed. It can. Um it's going to take somebody that really, truly loves um, to fix it. Um, but yeah, that's a very important thing that I noticed um, when I was reading. Is love is always hopeful. So hopeful, that's good. Um, <laughs> you need hope <laughs> with love. That's what keeps it going. That's what keeps everything going. Because otherwise, what is all this for? <laughs> you have to hope for something um, <laughs> um, and then finally, now we're done. <laughs> love endures through every circumstance. Um, life is not always easy. Um, and I used to have this mindset that everything was supposed to be easy and everything was supposed to be perfect and everything just always worked out how, <laughs> how it's supposed to when you just do everything right and that's not really how life is yes there's good that comes from doing right um but we still have to grow we still are, have to be tested we still have to go through the fire um because that's what makes you stronger that's what strengthens you um so love endures through every circumstances and then when it comes to a relationship you're going to go through some things and it doesn't have to necessarily all be so terrible. Um, that is not <laughs> love or at least not the kind of love that I want. <laughs> but um, when you do go through things, you should be able to endure together. The love is what should keep you guys together um, to be able to endure through that. Um and I won't even say that circumstances because not everybody just has one circumstance. So um, that's like one of the main things to keep in mind that true love will stand the test of time. <laughs> like how they say, it'll stand the test of time. And that's with any type of love. So I finally hit all the parts of First Corinthians 13 when it was this love so I'm so sorry guys if this like threw you off but when I realized that I didn't even cover it all I had to go back and add this in so um I'll go ahead and let the next segment start before moving on to the other points this is not to say that you don't love someone if you did one of these things uh wrongly or um did one of the not so good things to someone we all make mistakes we all miss the mark sometimes and just get off track um but we shall actively strive 
to grow and actively be striving to be the good qualities and live out these qualities as a representation of love. So I'm going to move on by reading 1 John 3.18. It says, Dear children, let's not merely say that we love each other. Let us show the truth by our actions. When I read this, I was like, yes. <laughs> Don't tell me you love me. Show me with your actions. <laughs> because at the end of the day, we all say stuff. <laughs> but if we don't own up to it, if we don't prove it, it's just a lie. <laughs> so love, our love should be backed up by our actions. When you love someone, you are willing to correct them. True love is not always walking on eggshells to try to keep people at ease. If I'm out here like doing something <laughs> that looks questionable or is off, like correct me. If you're my friend or any anybody <laughs> that claims to love me, I would want you to correct me. And same thing with me. This is something I've had to work on. Um, because a lot of times we want to always just be in... It's not that you you are not in good standing with correcting people, but um, sometimes we don't want to rock the boat, um, but sometimes we have to, and I'm not saying, like, cause a fight or anything like that. That is not <laughs> the rocking the boat that I'm talking about. <laughs> it's just sometimes we have to speak truth in order for people to be helped. <laughs> yes. So Proverbs 3.12 um says, for the Lord corrects those he loves, just as a father corrects a child in whom he delights. So that is like, in itself, explains everything. If God never corrected us, he wouldn't love us. He just let us be out here just doing whatever. He could have just let us <laughs> continue on just <laughs> being a mess. But <laughs> for those who are willing to listen to him and love him back, he corrects us. He wants us to live correctly. Um, so that we can get all that he has for us. Um, so this is how we should treat others we love also. We should treat them correctly. Um, yeah, so that they can get the best of day, all that they need to get um, out of their life. So I'm going to move on um, to obedience. Because uh, this is something that's very important with God. I know in this time nobody feels like they have to completely obey obey God and I'm not saying you have to have every commandment 100% on all the time do everything 100% spot on right we all make mistakes we all sin this is why we need to live in a life of repentance not just repent every few months that's not <laughs> that's not a disciplined lifestyle that's not a lifestyle of someone who believes in Christ and claims to love God uh, we should actively be trying to live a better life but god expects us to show our love to him and our obedience to him also um in our lifestyles um so we can also show this obedience to our uh spouse by submitting to each other now i know submission is not a popular subject in these days and in this time but the word of god still stands this is how we're supposed to be in a marriage and it's for the better um i know the world kind of views submission as being a doormat or that you cannot have your own opinion that is not submission that is just 
being abused um, in the nicest way possible to say that. Um, if I'm not able to open my mouth and tell you what I think in a respectful way, um, that's oppression. That is not <laughs> a submission. Submission still allows you to um, say, hey, I think this would be better or um, this may be a better idea. But at the end of the day, you the two people that are expressing their ideas, somebody is going to eventually have to yield to their opinion, um, which would be submit to uh, the opinion and um, go with the better the better thing. A house divided cannot stand. So if you are always at odds with your spouse, it's not going to be able to work out. Eventually, you guys are going to get tired of fighting. <laughs> Somebody's going to want to give up. Um, so yeah, submission is very important. Um, and I know women like freak out when they hear submit to your husband. Um, and the Bible says this, but it's not out of a way like you're less than than a man. That is what <laughs> corrupt men, they have that narrative going around these days. That is not what God meant for women to be oppressed and to be treated less than. That is not godly. Um, but we submit to the husband because the husband, um, a true godly, I'll say a godly husband, not just a regular husband because there's all kinds of husbands out here. We want godly husbands if we're godly women. A godly husband is going to protect you and provide for you. Um, well, he should protect you and want to provide for you. And um, providing is not necessarily <laughs> having $8 million. Okay. <laughs> If he's uh, just holding down the fort, <laughs> but you guys are safe and happy, that 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 counts too. Okay, not every godly man is gonna have millions of dollars, so let's just put that out there. Um, but he's gonna provide for you, um, and he's supposed to be the upholder of the household, keeping everything together. Um, I know that's not also not a a lot of what's going on in today's time, but just in biblical terms that is what how God wanted it to be um so ultimately with a man having that higher responsibility um taking care of the family and all that that is why the male is um supposed to be the head of household um that's why it says wives submit to your husband not to be all right um yeah the thing cut off, but so yeah, just ladies, let's <laughs> let's chill <laughs> um, when we hear that word. Um, but I can understand the frustration, to be honest, um, because humans <laughs> are flawed, and sometimes um, we can take things out of context and use them for what we want to use them for, and that's not right. That's not not godly. Um, so we're gonna move on. Second um, John 1 6 says love means doing what God has commanded us and he has commanded us to love one another just as you heard from the beginning so this is like wow yes <laughs> um, when you well let me use myself as an example um, a true example <laughs> now that I know the love of God and I love God. I follow his commandments because of that, not because, <laughs> um, 
yes i fear god but i don't just try to keep these commandments because i'm afraid he's gonna strike me down that was the case <laughs> we'll all be struck down because we're we don't uh, we're not perfect but i choose to follow god's commands because because i love him like for example if you're in a relationship with somebody and they have a standard for you to keep to be in a relationship with them if they say hey no cheating no putting your hands on me you're gonna if you really love this person do those things to make sure it works to keep that relationship to keep that commitment going um you're gonna do your best even if it's hard even if you're like on the verge like um maybe somebody good looking is being really nice to you and you guys have been arguing um you're going to <laughs> um yes <laughs> do whatever you can to make sure that you don't mess that up and that's true love um you're not gonna put yourself in situations that will cause you to um upset a person and sometimes we do we're human we we can do things to upset a person but if you know that something is a standard and you love a person you're gonna do everything you can <laughs> um, to make sure you don't ruin that relationship um so i'll move on to my final uh like point in this podcast episode i found it interesting um in the bible that not every union mentioned love there are some marriages where love was highlighted and others where it wasn't so for example uh, rebecca and isaac and the bible it specifically said he loved her like i, I was like that's beautiful <laughs> but not every marriage in the bible was centered around love <laughs> um and so it's still like that in today's um, thousands of years later, still like that in today's time, the Bible is really the living word <laughs> and everything still stands. So in society now, marriage does not always equal love. Um, most people, I assume, do love each other in their marriage, but not every marriage truly is full of love. Or you can have one person that loves a person and that other person doesn't love the other person back but um some people marry people because of certain um some people love some people marry people because of certain reasons like you can be familiar with the person you've been with a person for three years so you're like okay whatever let's just go ahead and get married um it could be for socioeconomic status maybe you want to get married to somebody because you feel like their status will be good for you <laughs> and there's some people that even um can pretend I, I hate to say it <laughs> that they love someone um i guess society would call them a gold digger <laughs> to um yeah make themselves appear in a better class or whatever um some people settle uh to be married because they feel like they won't ever find that right person um some people get married for business like business transactions um and many other reasons so um just keep that in mind um if someone wants to marry you for love they should bear some fruit to prove <laughs> that they love you they need to have these other qualities also um not just say that they love you um but that was really um 
the just of the episode for today um thank you guys for tuning in to this episode and you will hear me on the next episode i'm not really sure what the next one will be um but i'm sure god will give me (laughs) the next topic um i hope you guys enjoy um your night day weekend wherever you are listening to this podcast episode and i hope you enjoy bye